Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. Today I have the 32nd episode in my Bioweapons Blues series. The title of it is It's the Biden Administration. And this failed administration is not addressing this mass killing, this mass calling, and taking your tax dollars and giving it to an unnecessary conflict in Eastern Europe, wasting billions of dollars, billions of lives, on an issue that means almost nothing. So you can kind of just see how powerful the mind control and stupidity is of people who think that uh, what's going on in Eastern Ukraine is worth anything compared to what's happening between the current 50 states. So it really is an embarrassment. Biden's an embarrassment. Harris is an embarrassment. Whoever's running the country is an embarrassment. So I'm gonna play some videos and then some slides. So, anybody heard about Kristen the Pistol? Anybody heard about how my father was murdered with remdesivir? Has anybody heard about how the hospital called me and blamed me and my mom because we weren't vaccinated? That was the reason he died. Anybody heard about how they put my dad on palliative care and they never fed him and they starved him to death and they only gave him one can of insurance in nine days? Anybody hear about that? Anybody hear about how they put my dad in bilateral restraints, restrained him against his will, and pumped him full of remdesivir against his and his family wishes while they called me and blamed me and told me he was dying because I would take the vaccine? Has anyone heard the story? Anyone? You heard the story yet? You heard about how my dad was murdered in a worse way? The people on death row. Do you hear me? People on death row are treated more humanely than my father. He wasn't able to use a goddamn phone. Are you listening to me? Everybody, you know, people want me to act all nice about this shit, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. This shit is bullshit. They murdered my father. They injected him with poison. They lied to me. They blamed me. You want me to act normal? Sit there and make videos like everything's okay? So we can watch Rebel News go up to Albert Borla and do nothing. Nothing. Is that what you want? Fuck you. In our most, the most vulnerable in our communities. Thank Thank you, Mr. Acting Deputy President. Australian cities are becoming digital surveillance precincts with so-called smart city programs being rolled out across the country. Invasive technologies such as facial recognition cameras, license plate readers, smart lights, smart poles, smart cars, smart neighbourhoods, smart homes and smart appliances all connected to wireless networks and communicating with each other. So what's wrong with that? Technology is good, isn't it? All this is for your safety, security and convenience, isn't it? Well, let me tell you, your streets are spying on you, your mobile phone is spying on you, your cities are spying on you, and the infrastructure for future lockdowns is being put into place right now. Don't be fooled. You're being set up to be tracked through your movements and through the future of your digital wallets. By handing over your data, you're handing over the ability to monitor your behaviour, which will soon be turned into a social credit score. And once the central bank digital currencies are in place, you won't get to spend your money without approval. Digital ID will soon become a reality in Australia. Many other countries are already rolling these systems out. Countries like Canada, Scotland, and many others. 
Eventually, you won't be able to access any government or public services. You won't be able to travel across borders or access healthcare or the internet without a digital ID. Think you won't comply? I think you will. The last two years were the dress rehearsal and we fell for it book, line and sinker. Australians are sleepwalking into this technocratic future. And while we're sitting around, scratching our chins, trying to work out whether this is really happening, Australia is drifting towards a dystopian digital future. Probably something you weren't aware of. 18 months ago, the CDC held a secret meeting to discuss tracking Americans who hadn't gotten the COVID vaccine. But we just got our hands on the tape describing the plan in their own words. We're going to play it to you next, so stay with us. In September 2021, the debate over vaccine mandates was raging. Little did the American public know at the time that the CDC was holding a meeting discussing the potential to track those who were unvaccinated. Well, the proposal was documented on page 194 of the CDC September meeting packet, but until now, we'd never heard the plan on tape. Well, meet a little-known figure, CDC Dr. David Berglund. There has been interest expressed in being able to track people who are not immunized or who are only partially immunized. And at the current time, there can be considered to be a significant modifiable risk factor for morbidity and for mortality. And it can be of interest for clinical reasons as well as being of value for public health reasons to be able to track this. Uh, NCHS is therefore proposing creation of codes related to uh, people being unvaccinated for COVID-19 and for being partially vaccinated for COVID-19. So it's not just a tracking of the unvaccinated, which is ridiculous. If you thought getting one or even two shots was going to shield you from being surveilled or tracked, medical big brother looking over your shoulder, you were wrong. Because after the presentation, Dr. David Berglund opened the floor to questions and comments. He was asked if those who had previously had COVID and therefore are rejecting the vaccine, whether they could avoid the unvaccinated code they were assigned. Listen to his response. At this point, it has been recommended that even if someone has a history of COVID-19, that it may be beneficial for them to get the vaccine. Um, so at this point in time, I would not... ...that uses CDC data from the United States that compares the vaccination status um, ranked by the number of doses across regions in the United States, and then compares that to whether to the amount of increase or decrease in mortality this year versus last. Mm -hmm. And if the vaccine was helpful, well, if the vaccine was neutral, there would just be no relationship between these two things. Mm -hmm. If the vaccine was helpful at reducing all-cause mortality, you would see that the more doses a region, you know, state, state of Vermont or Maine or, or Hawaii or you know, Connecticut or someplace, someplace that's pretty highly vaccinated, you would see lower levels of mortality year over year because people got more vaccines than in other places, which we didn't do as much for whatever reason. Um, and you would see an improvement and you would see a line that slopes down to the right. Instead, when we did that analysis and we cut it a number of different ways, we did it by different type of city and region and, and we did it by uh, age group as well. So, so we did some thoughtful to make sure there wasn't a bias in it. But no matter which way you do it, what you end up seeing is, is the chart goes 
line that you create, a regression line, goes up and to the right, which is to simply to say that the more doses on average you have in a region within the United States, the bigger increase in mortality that region has had in 2022 when compared to 2021. And so that is an aggregate statistical tool that largely, I mean, it exactly confirms the conclusion out of the UK data. It's a different way of doing it. It's a totally different data set, but ultimately it leads to a very similar mathematical conclusion, which is a really unfortunate one because, you know, obviously hundreds of millions of us have, have, have you know, either we personally or our friends and family and all society have to now deal with these consequences of what are the long-term health consequences relating to these. You know, and I'm, I'm obviously hopeful that we can, as a society, start to focus on those it, it, because that's, that's, that's the opportunity to try to solve this problem is, is focusing on health. There's something that's a bit unintuitive, but I think you, you, you're arguing that it, it kind of tells the same story. One of them is, is that, that what you just described, this regression line, it's the first shot that actually shows the highest mortality. So how, did these, how are these things not in opposition to each other? Um, it's a really good question, Jan. The, um, they have to do with how the data is structured. On an individual basis, I think you can make a better prediction for an actual person's mortality risk based on the UK data, mm. which is to say that if you took one dose and stopped, which is what that means, because it wasn't a design study, it's an observational study, it's literally just did you stop at one dose, mm -hmm. then we can infer that based on the statistics we have from the UK that you're likely to have substantially higher elevated mortality. The reason that we speculate, or I think intuitively, that that explains that is that these people stopped because they were injured on the first dose. Or some, basically, they said, okay, I'm not doing this again. Within 21 days, they were supposed to get a second dose, and they said, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. In the U.S., that's about 12% of Americans. What the data here would suggest is that if the relationships in the U.K. are the same in the U.S., that that's, you know, 12, those people would have 145% higher mortality rate. And the reason that that doesn't carry on to the U.S. data in aggregate is because when you look at individual, when you look at big groups of people, micrograms in terms of the amount of spike protein that's produced by the cells. Can you kind of clarify that? Obviously, we don't have a complete understanding of the nature of the way that the vaccine works in terms of producing immune response. Obviously, we don't have a complete understanding. Pfizer has no complete understanding of how their vaccine works. Pfizer has no complete understanding about how their vaccine works. Pfizer tells the FDA that it doesn't know how the COVID-19 vaccine works. And the FDA is still promoting it and is going to inject it into kids up to five years of age. Let that sink in. The administration isn't stopping it. Biden isn't stopping whoever's running it. Obama. It's genocide. Period of the nature of the way that the vaccine works in terms of producing immune response. I would also like you to be um, talk a little bit about your breakthrough disease and see if there was any um, differences in the severity of disease in those who had received the vaccine versus those who um, were in the placebo group. And I'm asking about the disease profiles in those two groups. Um, the nature of, of severity of the illness we've actually included in your briefing document, and there was really um, 
no difference if we looked at all the cases. So I'm talking about based on the number of symptoms that they had in terms of breakthrough compared to placebo, whether it was one, two, three, or more symptoms, there really was not a dime's worth of difference between the respective groups, between those that break through that receive vaccine versus placebo. So that gave us confidence in that larger sort of population of cases that we have that that does not appear to be an issue. We also need to fix the three problems with vaccine. It is fascinating. They're starting to change their story. So both Fauci and Gates are really at the top of the pyramid of evil for all of the mass murder that's taking place with these kill shots. They must have read something from a poll or something that nobody believes them anymore. So they had to change. So they like chameleons. Now they're telling people the truth, which they lied to him for two years. These are monsters. They already should have been arrested. Such a joke. So embarrassing. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. They're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration, particularly in the people who matter, which are old people. And every one of those things is fixable. We also need... All right. Make this video for you because I had to video it so that you believe me because, frankly, I didn't believe it myself. So here's a brand new sealed, perfectly sealed, brand new box of the J&J vaccine. Let's see here. I'm going to break this open. And perfectly on top is this perfectly normal. A lot of safety and efficacy data. In fact, all of the normal information that we would find in a package insert, like the ingredients, that would all be found right here in the package insert. It's totally blank. Must be magic. It's all blank. The whole thing. Except for this part. That's the only thing not blank. Are you kidding me? This is uh, Professor Emeritus Fukushima at the Kyoto University sues the Japanese government for deliberately hiding facts about the deadly clot shots. He says the health ministry's fraud scandal has led to a national crisis. It says here, today we filed a lawsuit against the Japanese government for cancellation of the administrative action. My name is Fukushima. I'm Professor Emeritus at Kyoto University. Today is a matter of fundamental importance for the Japanese government to continuously collect and disclose accurate data. Hmm. Might be nice for the U.S. However, I've witnessed the recent fraud scandal committed by the health ministry. I've come to realize that this is a historically serious problem that threatens the very existence of the nation of Japan. Threatens the nation, the existence of the nation of Japan. As a medical doctor and a scientist, I had no choice but to dare to take legal action.
Needless to say, it is absolutely important to disclose real-world data on the efficacy and safety of vaccination against the COVID-19 virus. This is because such data is directly linked to people's healthcare, livelihood, and economy. Therefore, I believe that the Japanese government, i.e. the health ministry, must disclose the data properly to the public. Take a look at the data for the 65 to 69 and 70 to 79 age groups. Surprisingly, the number of new infections or positive cases per 100,000 people is four times higher for people who've been vaccinated twice compared to unvaccinated people. I'll read that again. Surprisingly, the number of new infections or positive cases per 100,000 people is four times higher for people who've been vaccinated twice compared to unvaccinated people. Also, look at the data provided by the advisory board in September 2021. The fatality rate of the unvaccinated people and the fatality rates of the one dose to two dose vaccinated people were described properly. According to the description in red, vaccination has indeed reduced the fatality rate for those over 65 years of age. However, for all ages, vaccination has demonstrated the opposite effect, causing higher fatality rates. This is a paradoxical phenomenon. As such, data on the fatality rates had already been published in official documents after all. However, in last year's data, the health ministry deleted all that information. In fact, vaccination has been recommended based on the explanation that vaccination does not prevent infection, but vaccination prevents severe illness and reduces the mortality rate. However, based upon the data published by the advisory board in September 2021, the basis for recommending vaccination for all ages should no longer exist anymore. Despite the fact the health ministry has pushed ahead the vaccination, I consider that this is a serious national crisis. That is why I've decided to file a lawsuit against the government at this time. Yeah, it's got purge. Not too many people in the health uh, health career field have the same courage yeah, in the United States. So um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? This is the whole Veritas scandal. This guy's talking about virus mutation. And uh, they're aware that something's going on. This is Pfizer admitting that there's hormonal problems and menstrual problems with women. Well, they seem like conducting the experiment on it, but uh, it seems like from a hundred times, I'm surprised anybody's young folks that were very cautious, like, you know, right. I also want to cut it, I saw it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think also just trying to do it at the sports, I think, because you obviously don't advertise it, you don't have to put the location. I would do research that he'd be delayed for COVID stuff, like. Well, not for COVID, but like now, basically, you put, you know, mRNA beyond COVID. So, for a lot of research studies, you got to make sure they're on track, so what is RNA going to be used for in the future? Uh, what is up? I can tell you. Yeah, right. really? <laughs> Wait, why not? Come on. I feel like I feel like there's, you know, it's just going to be like, what, for flu? What? Every father needs to. There's a whole list of things we're developing it for. Yeah, not just for viruses. We're applying it for like 
oncology. Well, I knew less things about oncology, but I started doing it for like genetic day and like, wait, yeah. Wow. The preferred moved beyond, or at least internally, our focus areas moved beyond COVID. Yeah. Like now they have like a dedicated COVID-19 just to go like that. Right. And so the company has folks on like, okay, now where are we going to use this technology in the future? Because that's where we, because that's what's going on now. Like, right. Like, no reason to show about COVID. Right. Like, is Pfizer going to be held liable for like any of these vaccine injuries that have happened? Uh, I don't think so. Because usually when you get drugs, you hope that's like an old side effects. Um, it's like this, it's saying, oh yeah, I'm like, that thing. Like, what were they thinking? I mean, like, they're like, lost people or like, biops and heart attacks. Really? So that was it. That wasn't for us. That was another pharma company. Well, they still have to do, like, the monitoring for it over time. So, there hasn't been, like, any problems so far. The whole thing, uh, like, in that story, is they go up. If they even go up, I'm hoping it won't, obviously. Hope nobody's growing three legs or something like that, right? Yeah, or, like, the entire generation, like, super Did you imagine the scandal? Oh, my God. I mean, I take Pfizer off my resume. I was coming irregular about the metro cycle, so... You will have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Because that is a little concerning. And just like, if you think about the science, like, it shouldn't be interacting with, like, you know, that. Uh, it's called, like, the hypothalamus, that's where it's going to be, you know, Right. Like, you know, the hormones are really dead, menstrual cycles and stuff like that. And it actually shouldn't be interfering with that, but we don't have it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Be but is it? There's something happening, but we don't know if we're out. Well, I mean, you're a urologist, so you must understand, like, what's going on with it, right? Like, so that's why I understand that it's weird. I mean, I've, I've heard that, you know, like, just mental struggles and... I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, we don't discover something really bad. You know what? I hope we don't find out that, like, there's somehow this mRNA, like, in your body. And then, like, as... It does linger in your body. They're finding it, like, within three or four weeks after the injections. All the kids that they tested that had myocarditis still had the, they did, their body was unable to, or something happened where they did not clear the spike protein out of their body. It's a total bioweapon, man. Cycles? Right. So somehow, the vaccines both be interacting with, like, the axis of the HPG axis, which are the cause between these initial cycles. Then you hear about how they can, this, uh, the HPG axis. Yeah, it goes like the whole, uh, hypothalamus, the pituitary, and then gonadotic, so that's the signal signal pair. Yeah, so they can use PG axis is why the fertility problems are happening. Yeah, because they control the cycles. So, like, they're saying, it's happening, and must be impacting these hormones. Somehow. Uh, but then we can call like how are they find the hormones. So like the signal is acting like the brain, right? And the vaccine doesn't cause the brain barrier. Right? I only do I mean I will say like it's just the dash down line we're coming on to that thing. And this is like the whole basis. Here's another witch, Rachel Walensky. This person should have been arrested a long time ago. Of the disinformation about infertility in among young women, we have absolutely no data to indicate that that would be the case. And in fact, from a bio biology standpoint, it is biologically implausible that that could be the case. Meantime, thousands of women are reporting a potential side effect of the COVID-19 vaccine when it comes to their monthly menstrual cycles. And now, top federal researchers are launching a study to see if there's a possible connection. Two new studies on COVID vaccines with temporary changes in menstrual cycles. It's the first research published on a symptom many women have voiced concerns about. Researchers looked at 20,000 women and found that the COVID-19 vaccine caused most to have a slightly longer period. However, when the women got two during the menstrual cycle, their periods lasted about four days longer. Well, the menstrual thing uh, is, is something that 
seems to be quite transient and contemporary. You have to study it more after you just put these shots into hundreds of millions of American citizens. Incredible. These are incredible admissions. In science advances, this survey included around 39,000 women. It found that 42% of the women who have regular menstrual cycles had heavier bleeding after a nineteen shot. And we don't find out that like, somehow this mRNA is in your body. It has to be impacting other hormones. They impact menstrual cycles? Yeah, like they're not necessarily sure. Like, Did you imagine the scandal? Your entire next generation is effed up. Among young women, we have absolutely no data to that there's a lot of disinformation about infertility. I love the fact that they know all this disinformation and misinformation. It's really just a means, a rhetorical means of them of discounting anybody who disagrees with them. This is a monster. She's a threat to society. Incredible. In among young women, we have absolutely like no nobody data. Nobody really wants to arrest these people. Here she is again. This is disgusting. That it was 95% effective on the vaccine. So many of us wanted to be helpful. So many of us wanted to say, okay, this is our ticket out, right? Now we're done. Um, so I think we had perhaps too little caution and too much optimism um, for some good things that came our way. I, I really. Their stories are all changing. It's incredible. They're all trying to get out of it as the public gets more and more information about the overt and obvious crimes that took place, fraud. I, I think for all of us wanted this to be done. Nobody said waiting when, when you know, oh, this vaccine's gonna work. Oh, well, <laughs> it'll work, it'll wear off. Um, nobody said, well, what if the next variant doesn't, it doesn't, it's not as potent against the next variant. I can tell you where I was when the CNN became that it was. As we all talked about, time change was huge. This is a case that's taking place in Switzerland. Uh, some guy, Pascal Najati, is suing the president of Switzerland, Alain Berset, and the health minister, I think. Yesterday, um, as we all talked about before, you, you're aware that um, Russia in Donbass is now holding war crime tribunals. I found out yesterday. Um, that a gentleman by the name of Pascal Najati in Switzerland was able to get convinced the Swiss Attorney General of the nation to prosecute the Swiss President and Minister of Health for abuse of process. There are two other criminal defendants um, that are sealed at this moment in time, but the President himself and the Minister of Health are under investigation, indictment, and prosecution by the Swiss Attorney General. It's the first Criminal complaint anywhere on the planet that has legs. This is the first time anywhere that anybody's been charged with these crimes. And it happened in Switzerland. I just heard about it yesterday. I'm also working with um, the royal family in Southeast Asia. All right, so that's that. Let's see. This is somebody who got injured. There's just tons of injuries, people complaining, wheelchairs. There's a video here of everybody who got injured or died going to... Citizens of Hilversum, Netherlands, post names and dates of people who died after taking COVID-19 and other vaccines on window of national TV broadcaster NOS. So this is 14,455 excess deaths in 2022 since the largest state-funded Dutch news broadcaster is completely silent about it. Protesters put it on their headquarters for every person who died suddenly. So 
all these governmental agencies are a complete fraud and a joke. So I'm going to move on to some slides. Let me just make a little change here. There's still a lot of things going on. There's just uh, so many of these crimes are ongoing. It's really incredible that the government is incapable of stopping it. That's why I call this the Biden administration, because the culpability and responsibility really is with the ultimately with the president and the administration. So uh, it's embarrassing. This is a great slide. It's uh, from the CDC. It says a large CDC vaccine safety study showed that there was no increased risk of death linked to the COVID-19 vaccination. So they studied themselves. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's just so comical. It's so stupid. Like you would actually like tweet that. Who are they hiring? That's also an interesting thing. Like these people who get busted at Pfizer are such like low watt bulbs. Like they have these great titles, but they are, uh, I mean, the guy's like on Grinder or something, like some kind of gay dating app. Like, it's incredible. But these these are things that will last forever. This tweet that the CDC put out will last forever. Here's Bill Gates threatening humanity. It says, an awful bioterror could annihilate mankind. Bill Gates says that's February 14th. These are all early February slides. And he says the damage could reach untold magnitude if we don't act fast. So it's always an emergency. It's always, you know, this thing we got to move quick. So he's still lying. He's a threat to humanity. He's walking around. Nobody's doing anything. He tells you everything. This is uh, the vigilant fox, Dr. Paul Thomas. If they get this COVID jab into every child, that might be the close to the end of the human race because we don't know what it's doing to fertility, but it does not look good. It's looking like it concentrates spike protein in the gonads. So that's the way it is. And I've always, I've said throughout this whole series, the death rate goes up and the birth rate is going down. So this is an interesting um, post. Somebody posted it on 4chan. There will be no collapse the way some of these people think of it. It's not going to be like the movie Dawn of the Dead or whatever where one day suddenly S hits the fan and prices skyrocket and everybody begins to riot. And the SS comes marching down the street to kill everyone. There will be no happening. It's far more insidious than that. Read the poem, The Hollow Men by T.S. Eliot, and you'll understand. You'll just notice that every day, simple things will become a little more expensive. Everyone's homes and apartments will start to get smaller. Your work hours will get longer, but your pay will decrease. You'll see family and friends less and find that in time you care less about them. Every day you'll find yourself lowering your standards for everything, work, food, relationships, etc. Job security will no longer exist as a concept. You'll notice houses and apartments shrinking. People will start hanging onto clothing longer and longer. Less people will get married, even less will have children. People will engross themselves in technological distractions and fantasy while never truly experiencing the real world. Whatever dream people used to have about what their lives were going to be will become for them a distant memory. The only thing left for them will be the reality of their debt and their poverty. And every minute of every day, they will be told you are stupid, ugly, and weak, but together we are free, prosperous, and safe. That is the collapse, the reduction of the American man into a feudal serf, incapable of feeling love or hate, incapable of seeing the pitiful nature of his situation for what it is or recognizing his own self-worth. It's really true. We're already there. You can just see it in the reaction to this mass murder, how little things have changed. You've already been plowed over. The plow has already gone through the American people's soul. No question. 
not even arguable. It's that bad. This is Alex Berenson. U.S. has a slightly younger age distribution because it has a really terrible obesity and some very sick people whose life expectancies are marginally extended at great expense by a for-profit healthcare system. Those are the people at high risk from COVID. This is why Africa had essentially zero COVID deaths. Non-obese, non-highly medicalized societies basically only have deaths in the very old. That's right. That's just telling you about the mortality of the COVID virus or whatever. Germany, excess mortality rising rapidly. Why? What occurred in early 2021 and 2022 to coincide with excess mortality rise, 36% excess vaccine deaths? So they're all kind of in, uh, you know, cover-up mode. This is Peter Halligan. I mention him all the time. And Mark Girardot, I've mentioned him too. Have public health authorities been sacrificing our children on the altar of vaccines? covid the pinnacle of a medical collective lunacy entrenched in vaccine propaganda at any cost, even at the expense of our children's health. This needs to stop. Yeah, it does. Yeah, they've been sacrificing the kids. It's total monstrosity. This is uh, Sasha Ladipova. The U.S. Department of Defense is being exposed for perpetrating the COVID crime against humanity. Yeah, it, It's the Biden administration, kids. Wake up. Summary of all evidence. Intent to harm. Toxic by design, mechanisms of injury designed into C-19 injections. Let me repeat that again. Mechanisms of injury are designed into the C-19 injections. They're meant to harm. No safety, no efficacy, negative efficacy three months after injection. So it's even worse for you to take it. Bad manufacturing, malignant worldwide policy, government lies, cover-up, gaslighting of the injured, prosecution of dissent and whistleblowers, collusion with media, perverse financing of the bubble. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a total administrative takeover of the U.S. government. You've been subjugated. Remember when the British government told us in their week 42 COVID surveillance report that the mRNA gene injection vaccine was damaging your natural immunity? They were right. And this is uh, the guy, Jordan Tristan Walker, who got caught by Veritas. It was really their biggest story and then it's a perfect example it's administrative capture they some i mean my suspicion is somebody at that board somebody got uh, turned like you would turn an agent and a lot of the complaints they made against him were and uh vapid or fallacious in my opinion uh, they made against o'keefe like they said he spent too much money on black cars and things like that but as a proportion of the income of that corporation or company or llc or nonprofit. It wasn't that big of an amount. And you could tell that they were kind of trying to pad the, you know, the negative things about him. I think they call it what they black guarding or there's a word for it. But uh, he was that, that that organization was very successful. It succeeded in what it tried to do was expose a lot of fraud and things like that. So there's a lot of problems there. If I was O'Keefe, I'd be suing like crazy. Personally, I'd be suing civil suits. Absolutely. So this is just another exposure. Uh, Liz Churchill, this is democide, the murder of people by government, which has power over them. New push for millions of Aussies to receive fifth COVID jab, despite health bosses saying only months ago it was not necessary. So they're still pushing it forward. The mass murders continue. 
And just like I showed in that video at the intro, it's cumulative. So the more shots you get, the more likely you are overall to die. And then that's really what's scary is it's not just death. It doesn't go into um, injury at all. This is Daniel Horowitz, Perfect Bill, HB0413 by Wyoming Rep. Jeanette Ward. I'd like to see this in every state preemptively, precluding any WHO or CDC mandate. Yeah, it's good. The states have to fight back against this tyranny. And uh, having the World Health Organization is really just a front for communist China and people, scum like Bill Gates. Um, and it's an attack on sovereignty, so has to be resisted. Bo Snurdly, Dr. Deborah Burks admits she manipulated data and altered CDC guidelines to deceive President Trump. Okay, should be in jail. David Cartland, bombshell. Vaccinated adults under age 60 are twice are dying at twice the rate of the unvaccinated. The vaccine doubles the deaths from all causes. Times of India, coronavirus vaccine. MIT professor calls for immediate suspension of COVID mRNA vaccine. It's not a vaccine. Stop calling it a vaccine. It's not. You know, there's positive news. It says that chicken egg yolk antibodies block binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike protein variants to human AC2. So might want to start eating some chicken egg yolks. You can put that in the Caesar salad dressing. Eat, eat a couple of those today. If you took the shot. This is another um, possible assistant of people who have the spike disease. It's the NAC. I've talked about that in the past. This is Tutka plus NAC, T-U-D-C-A. Glutathione didn't do much for me, likely due to poor bioavailability. So I planned to switch to NAC and stumbled across this. I'd never heard of taro urso deoxycholic acid before, but possibly has some helpful effects. Has anybody tried it for long COVID? Walter M. Chestnut, working SARS-CoV-2 and its spike protein could actually be considered airborne AIDS. Surprisingly, not because of mere immunodeficiency. HIV is also a disease of misfolded proteins. This, this, this may be the holy grail of why. 100% of COVID deaths in Canada now due to mRNA vaccine. New data shows. That's from uh, Sean. Come on, Canada, open your kimono. Show us the up-to-date evidence of safe and effective. That's Peter Callaghan again. And then there's this call between Walensky, Collins, and Fauci, and four immunologists, these three of whom you instantly recognize, Paul Offit, Michael Osterholm, Akiko Iwasaki, and chubby little Peter Hotez. The call's agenda was to query the immunologist over whether people with natural immunity who had already recovered from COVID should be exempt from vaccine mandates. The short version is that all of the scientists recommended shots for the naturally immune, ranging from one shot to two shots to two docs who argued there should be no credit at all for natural immunity, Iwasaki and Hotez. These are criminals. What can happen too is that you can have immunological dysfunction if you take a shot when you're already naturally immune. Totally irresponsible. These guys are all junk scientists. They all should be arrested. They all should be rounded up. It's incredible. It tells you everything about this administration, DOJ, just the state of the whole country of the United States. It's a shame. There's two killers, Fauci and Hotez. Norman Fenton and Martin Neal, how to create the illusion your vaccine is 90% effective. Even those vaccinated get infected. 
it's just all snake oil, kids. They're making money and killing people at the same time. These are flat-out murderers. People cannot put that together. I feel sorry for you. You should go back to the very beginning of Bioweapon Blues Series 1 and just start listening. Walter Chestnut, from curcumin to resveratrol to quercetin to glycizin. Friday Hope, natural compounds for proteostasis. Most, if not all, are effective in treating COVID. So resveratrol you get from red wine, quercetin. I think that's green tea. Um, so there's there's help out there. This is Angus Dalgleish. New COVID had been engineered to make it infectious to humans, but we're told to shut up. COVID was the name of the disease caused by a new coronavirus, which led to a new respiratory disease in Wuhan, China, which rapidly spread throughout the world. Only 31% of U.S. population is vaccinated for COVID, according to Pfizer's latest quarterly report. Also, the federal government is tracking unvaccinated people. There's interest in being able to track people who are not immunized or partially immunized. It doesn't provide immunity. It's a total farce. That's just a cover story. So why do they need a cover story? Tells you everything. This is Catherine Watt. Sasha responding to the question that confuses so many. Why are they killing us off? Why are they doing it? Going direct reset, explained by Catherine Austin Fitz. So they're killing you off because they're huge amounts of debt. They don't want to pay for old people. James Santolo, breaking new bombshell study found people with natural immunity had 65% less risk of COVID-19 infection, which was nearly two times more effective than vaccination. This is game over for COVID vaccination. It should be. This is Joe, Joke, Joke Biden. Remember when Joke visited her at the CDC? This is the press conference I mentioned. Uh, Mr. Fukushima. Journalist says, extraordinarily alarming situation. Yeah, it should be. This is Rhoda Watkins. I know of four people who have improved significantly with long COVID by trying nicotine. One is smoking, two on patches, and one on gum. No idea on the science, but I'm sure someone can cover that, but it's interesting. Well, nicotine actually will, um, according to some people, increase autophagy, so you get new cells, but also does something to your veins. It, it constricts your veins. So some of the, maybe the vascular damage gets healed by the nicotine. CNN averaged only 548,000 viewers during the week of January 3rd, a steep 80% decline from the 2.7 million it averaged over the same period in 2021. This is somebody saying, I think this is uh, from Robert Malone. Who's like Substack is bigger than CNN? No, only people who watch CNN or TV news are stupid. It's just a place for dumb people. But Robert Malone's statistics are off the charts. Total monthly views: seventeen million eight hundred and thirty-nine thousand people in January of twenty twenty-three. It's incredible. Dr. Peter Hotez may replace Fauci. Yes, this vaccine shill. I challenged Dr. Peter Hotez to an interview to discuss what he means by anti-science aggression and political solutions to address this. That's Paul Alexander. This is uh, Matthew Crawford. I've mentioned him. Nobody's distributed leadership network. 
a call to action. So it's the idea of just being distributed, no central head of any leadership. So it's a different model. So instead of even having decentralized, you want to have it distributed. So people just, you know, uh, working like a mesh. And uh, that's that's an interesting way to think about it, too. Think about a response to this tyranny. It's mass murder, genocide, really, democide, whatever you want to call it. This is Sasha Latipova, how the U.S. government built a shadow structure that enabled COVID-backed bioterrorism. So she's been doing a lot of good work. I have to just go and listen, look at her work and uh, Watt's work, Catherine Watt. Canada's Minister for Mental Health heatedly admits that those employed in Trudeau's euthanasia program are purposely trained to eliminate people that are suicidal. Mark Crispin Miller. That's just one of many recent indications that Trudeau's government, abetted by the media and academia, is hard at work exterminating the Canadian people. So, Depop agenda is on. It's on display. There's Yuval Harari, the kind of intellectual of this evil. What to do with all these useless people? Uh, Sonia Elijah, startling evidence suggests BioNTech and Pfizer falsified, falsified key data, part one. Evidence has emerged casting serious doubt over the authenticity of tests carried out by BioNTech and Pfizer to prove the fidelity of their product by demonstrating that only the spike protein is expressed by cells in the nucleoside-modified mRNA vaccine. Several, several Western blot tests were conducted to evaluate the protein expression of the mRNA in HEK cells transfected with the vaccine taken from different lots. Using this technique, the expressed proteins showed up as highly unusual-looking bands. Certain independent scientific experts have described these Western blots as the smoking gun evidence, which suggests that BioNTech and Pfizer falsified key data as part of their submissions to the European Medicines Agency and the Federal Drugs Agency for securing emergency youth authorization, conditional, and later marketing authorization approval for their product. The bombshell evidence was dropped without so much as a ripple in the sea of brewing scandals washing up on the shores of the Behemoth Pharmaceutical Company and its partner, BioNTech. However, some in the scientific community have taken notice and written about the scandal known on social media as Blockgate. So just more fraud, more evidence of fraud. This is Wolf Melbourne. 34 children, 2 to 19, died suddenly past six weeks, Dr. William Mackis, after reporting unexpected deaths of over 93 Canadian doctors. Startling but new phenomenon of a spike in pediatric deaths never seen before. I could have told you that. It's very easy. This is Greg Hunter's watchdog. C-19 bioweapon Vax Truth Warrior Betsy Eads has been warning of a tsunami of vaccine deaths coming in the next two years. The number of people dying and getting permanent disabilities is increasing. It's no surprise that with over 600 million injections being administered in America alone, there have been about 13 billion given worldwide. The estimation of dead and permanently disabled is stunning and criminal. Dr. Eads explains, in my personal opinion, that a billion people will either die or be permanently disabled. It's huge. 
The C-19 injections are a true bioweapon. This was never a vaccine. It has always been a bioweapon. And then this is Dr. Van D. Waters kind of supplements for C-19 injury. It includes selenium, black saliva, sativa extract, Irish sea moss powder, green tea extract, dandelion extract, natokinase. People are saying this natokinase takes care or gets rid of the, um, breaks down some of these proteins. If I took the shot, I'd be taking all this stuff. You, I'd just be taking two cups of green tea decaffeinated every day at least. Or matcha. Unity Project. 16 attorneys general demand Congress end state of emergency now. Yeah, it should have been done a long time ago. Corrupt government. Biden, Joe Biden. Joke Biden says the COVID-19 pandemic is over. This is what the data tells us. This is the Japanese guy again. Steve Kirsch. The vaccines will continue no matter how many kids we harm because that's what the CDC wants to do. So they're just murdering kids. They lied to us about myocarditis too. They said COVID gives kids more myocarditis. Science and our health authorities told us myocarditis is much more frequent from COVID than the vaccines. It's fake. The thing is, that was not true. Dr. Naomi Wolf, I mention her all the time. People called me counterfactual and BS crazy for raising concerns about women's menstrual cycles. After being deplatformed, an NIH-funded study now shows two in five women have been affected. This is her again. Pfizer defined exposure to vaccine as vaccinated men having sex with unvaccinated women especially at conception, warned vaccinated men not to have intercourse with childbearing age women. If they did, to use two reliable forms of birth control. Read more in War Room Daily Cloud ebook. Yeah, check that out. This is a meme. They're telling people to take boosters that were made before the variants existed. So what's going, what's that going to boost? Profits for us. Lab rat humans took my job. The Vigilant Fox, Dystopian Nightmare, Australian Senator Malcolm Roberts on the Who's dictator-style power grab. The World Health Organization is demanding the power to dictate health policy worldwide, including compulsory jabs, lockdowns, business and border closures, detention for the non-compliant. Yeah, not going to happen. Good luck with that. Biden may sell us out, though. I mean, Biden and Harris, I think they'd sell anything out. They'd sell their grandmother for a buck. Russell Blaylock, Pfizer has been sued for billions of dollars, including for criminal fraud. Are you going to trust your life and the lives of your children to a company that has been sued for billions of dollars for fraud and safety violation? Alex Berenson, died suddenly isn't the problem. Died gradually is. See that red line that's pulling away? That's one million excess deaths in the mRNA countries in the last 12 months. So it's it's mass murder. There's people dropping after the jab. Are COVID-19 vaccines really safe and effective? No, they're meant to kill. There's no question. Jameson Tolo, Danielle Baker, RN, took second dose of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine July 2021 to keep job 
Same day experienced sudden fainting within four days, unable to walk, no control of bowel, bladder, disabled to this day, requires daily caretakers. I am a shell of what I used to be. Willington FC footballer that went to the hospital with flu symptoms had both of his legs amputated just days before his 21st birthday. He suffered multiple organ failure after catching a form of the flu. Probably got shot, got the shot. GW heard from a colleague today of a 37-year-old healthy active female who never smoked, took number two, and diagnosed with stage four lung cancer two months later. And of course, her oncologist convinced her to take three and four. Oh, that's incredible. Trista Martin, 18, died suddenly after taking a COVID-19 vaccine. Parents tell tragic story. Her heart stopped several times in the ambulance. Doctors told us that she had a 1% chance of survival, so they're dying still. Beloved tennis player died suddenly after collapse on Summerlin Court. Two more American Airline pilots have died in the last two weeks. A subscriber to my Substack shared... So I'm sharing. They advised it is just from one funeral home near Chicago. How many more are there? Yeah, good question. This is another guy, James Santolo. After a series of tests, turns out I have multiple blood clots in my lungs. Same with the squirrel. I just found out that my youngest daughter, who was only 19 years old, just died from a heart attack. I'm thinking about taking my own life now. I love Taylor so much and tried to talk to her out of taking the jab. But she took it anyway to keep her job. Why? Why? Tiff, dysautonomia feels like chronic brain swelling, stiffness, and bruising with heart palpitations, blood pressure swings, and lightheadedness. It's four times more common among Fs, is invisible to the untrained eye, and we lack diagnostic biomarkers. Mine was proved by the Pfizer vaccine post vax so that's the end of 32. Carnage still continues. Nothing stopping it. Your government does not represent you. It's taxation without representation. <laughs>